And that's it. It's over. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers conquer the bubble, and banner number 17 will soon hang in the rafters. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome inside After Hours Sports. My name is Brandon Rosenthal. Alongside me, as always, is Eric Garcia and Social Mike. Gentlemen, I welcome you as champions today. We did it. We, sure. us three, Congrats. did it. We did Congrats, it. Congrats, y'all. Our... All that hard work, cheering, tweeting, Instagramming. Effort. Uh, my thumbs are exhausted. All the lineups that you had to all, come up with, like when we had to, solve, we had to figure every, out. Every time they lost, <laughs> every time they lost, we had to figure out which lineup is best you know, for the like next we're game. We're sending I mean, vocal advice. I mean, no one was listening to the suggestions we were making, but we were working just yeah. as hard figuring uh, them shits out. <laughs> Watching you know, them, uh, but taking uh, we're taking credit for the Lakers' um, victory as usual. But what this is about is the Lakers have won the 2020 NBA title in probably the craziest, wildest, and 100% longest NBA season we've ever had. And maybe that will be in the NBA NBA history Um, if it comes down to it. You know, we're looking at a whole calendar year of basketball almost. And it ends in Orlando. Um, Very similar vibes to how Kobe got his fourth ring. And... um, so now we're looking at, you know, we can, you know, we have a couple of different paths we can talk about here. We can talk about the game itself. We can talk about the um, ramifications of where this puts certain people in history. Uh, or we can talk about the Laker lore in particular. Where do you guys want to go? Well, I, I, my bad. Just to, I think all those two things I think are definitely what we want. But I think to start, what I want to talk to you, I guess, what I feel like I want to hear from, I've been wanting to hear from all Laker fans is, um, how did you feel when it happened? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we know, like we just said, we were joking about, you know, how much we earned this, right? But what I mean is, we know, at least we know each other. Like, we know how long we've been, like, pretty, you know, our whole lives, everything. We know what kind of fans we are. So, it just, I want to know, like, what did you think when it happened? Like, what was the first thing you started thinking? Were, were you thinking for LeBron? Were you thinking for you? Were you thinking for Kobe? You know what I mean? What was the uh, first reaction? For, for me, it was a mixture of things, right? Um, I was really happy for the players, um, de- happy for a few Lakers in particular, um, guys like Dwight, um, who have you know like redeemed themselves a little bit. De- uh, you know, um, and, and just happy seeing seeing their guys, seeing the faces on the the roster, and just you know, like I mentioned in the intro, like this is a long NBA season, you know, and we've been rooting for this particular yeah. team for the longest we have rooted for any other team, you know, and. And any sport, you know, just because so many things change in, you know, free agency and, you know, seasons aren't 12 months. So, you know, you never get to root with the same guys almost for a whole year. So we, I feel very connected to this team. Just so I was a number one, really happy to see um, us win and their faces, their jubilance, their joy. And really, then I started thinking about Kobe and it's just like, you know, this is just dope. And knowing that it was father daughter day, thinking like how much this means to the Bryans and also thinking about me. Like, this is so cool that I get to witness this with my son here. And even though he was asleep and he's only one, so he doesn't know what the hell happened, but I can talk about it and I'll remember it forever, you know, and and that means something. And so, um, you know, and you saw, I I think a report came out just like a couple hours ago before we recorded. It's about nine 18 on the West coast right now. 
And the Lakers became, within 10 hours, the most popular merchandise champion ever. All their shit sold out. Yep. I, I was one of those too. I got a hat. I got you know, and this it just meant more, it just meant something to me, you know. So that's those three things kind of came but, to mind. Yeah, yeah, I fucking agree. I think as far as the merch part of it, one of the things that one of the main reasons why that is is if you keep one of the greatest, most winningest franchises from winning a championship for ten years, when you finally win it. Everything you have on the shelves is gone. Everything has got to go because, you know, like Mike Texas, we were texting earlier that you guys get a copy of the other times. Now nah, I stopped by 7-Eleven. Oh, crap. They were done. Straight gone. All of them. Yeah, I bought, you know I bought I mean? mine online. Yeah, because that was a shit. Uh, to me, dude, what I, what I really thought, first of all, I was watching it with my uh, son. I can't even eat. Um, so we were already, yeah, it was the dopest, 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 dopest because we were talking about it throughout the whole game. You already almost start prepping, like, oh, my God, this is fucking going to happen. You know, Eric, just I was telling Brandon, so, like, Eric was born 09. Um, they wanted it 09. And, and so you're, like, where I'm at right now. So it's, like, he – yeah, exactly. So it's, like, he, he – he's but it would be – it's going to be dope when he gets to watch one with you. Like, as far as he – because as soon as the game ended, he started crying. I mean, and he was super fucking happy, and he just ran it's and hugged legit. Me. I mean, all the shit as a pop that just melts your fucking yes. – you know what I mean? And, uh, and it was dope. And but me That's being who the fuck I am, the first thing me and him started talking about, um, the first thing I said literally, that's what I said. I wanted to ask you, what's the first thing? And I don't know, maybe the say says something about me in a negative way, probably. Where the first thing I thought about was never the fuck again are these fuckers going to be able to say they have more championships than us. And and, and, and and you know who these motherfuckers are who we're talking about. It's only the Celtics. And one thing that I told Eric, which is honestly, because the way I, I mean, like I said, congratulations, right? Because we really feel we, we hurt, right? I told him straight up, my whole fucking life, my whole entire life, till today, they've been able to say that they have more championships than us. Today, that shit fucking stopped. And you are a lucky little fucking boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're just a lucky fucking kid that in your era, that shit's going to be a lot different. You're going to be telling those fools what time it is. I wasn't able to do that. Till now, yeah, you know what I mean, and and, yeah. and obviously they can win one, right? But the way, if you just paid attention to the last thirty fucking years of the NBA, yeah, the chances are we're definitely going to triple up before they even <laughs> this get. Is how it works, you know what this I mean? Is how it, it works. That's just the way the numbers have worked in recent. You know, years. whether we have, you know, maybe we have better weather or you know, but uh, you know. And, for- and then of course I went through, I went through all the other stuff after that, right? Like the LeBron super happy AD. I'm fucking dope. I, what did we keep mentioning in every podcast that I wanted to make sure we, we, we brought up here is Frank motherfucking Vogel. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, Polenka, of course. You know what I mean? All, all of those, Rob. you know, Genie, like a Genie. motherfucker, deserves it all, like all the props, you know? So, of course, all of that started happening, but initially it was more like, fuck those guys. We got 17. You know what I mean? That's really where the fuck I was at. Um, what about you, Mike? What's good? What was your first, like, initial, like, fucking um, well, zero, zero, zero? You know what I mean? Uh, well like uh, uh, a few things you know kind of i was uh obviously like you guys said um oh by the way i need to correct the celebratory beer that i was telling you guys i was holding <laughs> until we started recording sure. i fucking forgot to just what are you drinking what are you drinking yeah i was a uh, oh kob that a boy that a boy Budweiser for the night <laughs> so it was good mike what's it what's correct? Uh, um yeah so uh a few things uh obviously i was like um Happy we won for sure. Obviously, uh, I was, you know, the, I I did uh, the uh, the Mamba did uh, factor did uh, play a part 
I was I was happy because um, I felt like uh, that that was um, a little uh, something extra that they were dealing with, or I felt that they had to uh, uh, yeah. maybe fulfill, you know, or complete the mission. A lot, a lot of pressure. Right. More pressure. Yeah, pressure. more pressure. More pressure to on the team. Yeah, so. I was happy for the team for sure. I was happy that they got it done for Kobe if they wanted, you know, I just dedicated the title to. Um, and right on par with what you said, Eric, I was just like, yep. So that's it. This is where it stops with the Celtics. This right here, this is the end, like you said. Nah. You know, it's like, I, 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 it's funny, I, I, I didn't even nah. think about that. Um, oh, no, that was a well, you're that a nice guy, sure. Brendan. Like, yeah, you're yeah, a nice no, guy. No. Like, like B, me. That was one of the first things that I was like, yep. We get to and just, well, I mean, my, one of my it. favorite parts about winning, like not not winning a title, like oh, you know, when I'm there, you know, celebrating that champagne in my eyes, um, it's like well, the thing. What I what I like watching about winning titles um, is is watching after after the zero zeros, watching them celebrate together. And this and yeah. this oh one God. was different, especially because there was there was no fans, and so it was all like. Yeah. The energy had right. to come from within a lot. Within the, the you know, and I felt the like that made this particular team a lot closer. I felt like all the bubble team, all the bubble teams are going to be better yeah. next year. Like all of them, they're going to be like really, really good teams well, next year. Hell like, yeah! It's kind of yeah. like remember back, remember back in the days, a lot of the whenever the Olympic team exactly, the Olympic those guys exactly get, guys joins those Olympic teams and all of a sudden they came Fuck, back. Dude, on some how crazy did you know when my brain was going there, yeah. dog? Like well, because we yeah. would always talk about this shit, right? When you yeah. there's certain times like. You know what I mean? Where you just, it's a bonding experience that that shit changes the whole game. The whole outcome of what the fuck this is about. And uh, you know what I mean? I fucking agree with you 100% with the bubble thing. Um, I think guys like Jared, Dougley, McGee were huge in a bubble situation for the fact that, like you said, our bench had to get lit. Our bench had to be the ones to hype our team. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, not because, just even the bench, just like the others, like Shaq calls them. Like the non-stars because right. because well, our yeah, team exactly. is essentially like LeBron, AD, and then subpar like all guys in NBA 2K rated 75. You know, like well, which is which is all the stuff that people so happily happen to forget now, right? Well, now that the Lakers won, they're like, oh, what the fuck? Of course, LeBron and AD, come on, get out of here, right? But beforehand, it was like that's why they're not gonna win it. It's just LeBron and AD and a bunch of nobodies. You know what I mean? Um, but this fucking but nobody team, showed up. But the thing yeah, about it is, like, they have the right nobodies. Then we're calling them nobodies. But I know but, I was going to say I don't know about nobodies. I wasn't just correct but you know, that as but, well. Like, but you know, know how it is, like, You know, it, it's a different guy every yeah. night, and that's what we've been. We we saw that right. throughout the season, like, and that's where. And, yes. and I, I will credit Simmons. Um, I think he said this uh, on his podcast like a couple weeks ago that all these weird lineups the Lakers were doing, or and it was Simmons and Zach Lowe. And he's like, all these weird lineups, or maybe it was just low in particular and not even Simmons. But anyways, like all the weird like lineups the Lakers were doing, they were preparing for all these different situations that they would encounter. And it worked because they were used to everything. Like whatever type of – like they were so versatile, and defensively especially. Like, okay, you guys want you guys oh, want to go small and also yes. they <clears> – <throat> Granted, yeah, they went or, smart. Yeah. They it's like that's why Giannis and the Bucks are so versatile defensively. So they're okay. Well, you want to go small? Then we got fucking Giannis at the five, and we can do the same thing. It's like okay, you want to go small with your super dope small little five? We got AD at the five, and he can do everything your point guard can do better. If you're gonna have Iguodala fucking oh guarding my God, AD, that's just, that's, it's over. Like, it's yes. fucking over. It was over with Bam guarding, like, and that's <laughs> respectfully. Look, Bam and LeBron are the same size, six <laughs> nine. 
have LeBron stand next to Bam. Yeah, and LeBron right. weighs like a hundred pounds that, more than LeBron. Like he couldn't even like Bam couldn't even uh, and, you know, defend LeBron again. Respectfully, he's a good player, a great player. And but, the, you know, I, no, let's, let's take two minutes real quick to shout out Miami because I feel I I feel oh, and huge. maybe even they more if, if you guys want to job. because you know after the first great two job. games I think I don't know if we I think we recorded a podcast. But I know internally, we were thinking, fucking, like, get the broom out. Like, let's go. See you yeah, later. Because I remember mm-hmm. I asked. I remember I asked you guys on that uh, on that episode we recorded mm-hmm. after being up to zero. I was like, um, after these two games, uh, can we say sweep? And I think we all agreed because of how we were playing. And also, and, Jimmy, uh, though, too, you know. That, right. That's, Props. Look, yeah. I, I, we, what we said about Frank is that could be said for fucking Spolstra. Oh, Spolstra, yeah, maybe yes. even Spolstra, more so, to be honest. Yeah, to be yeah, he definitely had a lot less to play with. Um, you know what I mean? Or to yeah, Spo was just, that, Spo was just like he's one of those dudes where it's like yeah. if you, it doesn't matter what he's doing, he will give a speech to inspire you. Like he's just a very inspirational dude. Well, what I like because I want to add to that because I think sometimes people hear what you say because I know that's not the point you're making. Is then they think, oh, this is more of a rah rah. No, 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 no. He does that, but he ha- he's completely. All about knows the fucking game and it's gonna game plan like a motherfucker. Excellent. You know what I think is like that, and in my opinion, obviously it's just what I feel just happened. You know, in the bubble and, and just learn earn my respect like that is fucking Malone. Oh, Mike Malone, yeah. Uh, yeah, bro. He proved that like he's on that level now. Oh, we're playing chess. Let's do this. You know what I mean? And and that's where I think the playoffs are the best part of all sports, right? Because it's like now you get to prove. Look, we all got the skill because we're here. So now let's get fucking, you know, let's like, let I, the mind game start. It, it, you know, I was going to say, I could see like Spo and M- Mike Malone, like in practice, taking a charge. Like, you know, like, no, you got to do it like this. And they get crushed, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. They get crushed. And then the team's kind of fucking like, like, like that shit, right? Like, you know, and, right? It, and that's one of the things why you could tell Frank was going to succeed, you know, once it started rolling, because you could tell the team, like, that's flat out it. Um, you know, you could tell. What, what what would I tell you, Brandon? Every time we would talk, this even sounds so horrible. Now we'd be talking about fucking these loop teams, where it's like you can't start training camp and you can't start every fucking game saying we don't even practice offense because the only thing we're gonna do is focus on defense and then get the fucking shit handed. Yeah, to Yeah, we you start off slow game. every game. We're like, well, what so, are we doing? If here? you're saying you're focused on defense, that's the one thing we should be able to do. And I think what well, what I mean is what was evident very quickly when Frank says, we're going to play some fucking defense. When I'm up, this team is going to play some defense. We were quickly able to see, uh, even within players that were playing from previous systems, right? Like with Kuzma, we saw that oh, shit yeah. right away. We're like, oh, okay, Kuzma is getting coached up like he needs to get coached up. Because I know he gets shit on a lot of reasons, but both defensively, man, he showed a lot. He did a lot of nice he, things. He definitely improved defensively. He just needs you improve with like decision making and confidence. But like that just comes. It just it just comes. It's just gonna come to playing, you know. And I don't know right. something that's gonna sound like I'm knocking him, but what I'm gonna say, which which is I have given him props, is like it might not come. Like maybe he's not even that tough, but he's shown that he can take it up another level, which is props. Whether you have it in you just game wise, or you're gonna gonna develop some of that dog in you that's gonna say you know what i could shoot and i could drop yeah and if i get that if i get motivated on a specific game i could go the fuck up you know what he, i mean he, like, he'd be like because we played a team like miami who's really really strategically like 
you know, they do a lot of backdoor cuts. They're clever. You know, you know, they're, they're and Kuzma can fit that mold because even though he's not a really efficient shooter, um, he's streaky, but he's really good at moving without the ball. He's really good at, um, like back cuts, quick, quick moves. Um, and he's a tall transition, like stretch four, three, who can run the floor pretty decently. He's athletic. Um, he's not the most, you know, he's not good. He's, he's a decent enough athlete not, where he can run the floor. He can dunk. He's a fa- you know, he's fast for his size. Um, I think if you have guys who are his size running down the floor, he's probably going to beat most of them. That's what I was going to take though. Like, so if the league is going to continue with this trying to go small shit, guys like him are going to continue to be got to get a better crucial, rebounding right? though. If that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, but like you know, Morris also at the Lakers. Yeah. That guy's crucial, but it's because he can punk your small ass food you're trying to put up. Absolutely. Like Morris yeah. is gonna be the type that it's gonna make you pay. Oh, you want to get small on me? I'm gonna hurt uh-huh. that dude. That's yep. how I'm gonna do this because remember how I would tell you that he's the kind of dude. That, these are the dudes that they step into the court and they're looking up like the Jimmy Buckets. Right? I was saying like how it's like looking up for someone to fuck up. You're looking. You know, to it's like when you go. Oh, well, not like I know this, but. You know, there's that old saying, like, if you go to a jail, you want to get the biggest, baddest guy and you want to kick their ass. Like, that's what the Morris guys do on the court. Like, who's the toughest motherfucker? I'm going to elbow the shit out of him. Or if you're just super skilled, right. you're going to oh, completely oh, yeah, embarrass sure. him. And, if like, you, you know the whole, Cross him up real quick. If you score on one, one Morris brother, the other one's going to come and set you a hard screen. If you score on both of them, you might as well just, like, just leave. Because they, they might kill you. Check out. <laughs> Ask for a sub because you got uh, it. Let's uh, let's talk about um, the performances, celebration. Let's talk about performances within the game itself. Um, you know, we in the last podcast we did say, you know, with the Lakers up two zero, what would AD have to do in order to win MVP? Um, we threw some numbers out there, and after the first two games, it looked like AD was probably going to continue to do that. Miami made adjustments, and LeBron just can. LeBron took over. And so he was the finals MVP. Um, I can pull up his averages, but he, he was just phenomenal. And in the last game, so in game six, 41 minutes played. He was 13 of 20, one of five from three, one of four from the free throw line. So he was just all inside buckets. 14 rebounds, 10 assists, one steal, one turnover, plus 18, 28 points. Yeah, and, and you know one one thing is, um, it, it's not like this is the season he started doing this. He's been doing this. Nope, this, this is career, all but like, LeBron. But like, you know what? You know how you were saying the paint. Um, you know how I always talk about how dunks just. I still love dunks because it just it embarrasses you, right? It, it's a momentum changer. It's a it's a disrespectful play. Like you know, the dunks a disrespectful play. It's letting you know you were lacking. I caught you slipping. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. I think one of the best things about LeBron scoring in a playoff scenario where you're trying to let a team, you're trying to make a team quit out. Like you're trying to make a team know, I guess you didn't win the championship. We tried, we got this far. You want to start setting that tone. And when LeBron would get getting those and ones, like you said, he was only one for four. He missed a lot of those free throws afterwards. But when you got to see LeBron flex every time with those and ones, you know, when he would do that whole flex, like muscle up, like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm the motherfucker here. That just... The whole team got that vibe. One of the last ones he had, even before LeBron had his hands up, AD was already with the flex, like, yes. You know what I mean? Like, 
that's what we need. We need let's cut the bullshit. They weren't. Pl- I, I I know it's it could be just talk and everybody feels it, but I don't feel at all that there's bullshit when these fools are realistically saying there's really no hate. Like I don't give a fuck. I want LeBron to go off because he can go off, and if AD is gonna go off because he can go off, then fucking let it be. That's why LeBron passed to fucking Danny Green on a shot that it was the right shit. You know what I mean? Fuck you, take the shot. Bro. Well, I mean, you know really, I mean? why he passed to Danny Green because they, it's like even if it doesn't go in, they figure they can go get that next one. Like they're like, all right, we exhaust. And if it goes in, you change that you man's know, like, life. Exactly. We're thinking in a negative light. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. he thought it was going to go in, not like, all right, well, I guess I'll just give it to Danny. He's going to brick it. Let's just go home. Um, he thought he was going to go in. It was a good shot. He just missed it. It's all good. It happens. But they really were confident. You know, they drew up that play where LeBron didn't have to force a shot because they're like, all right, well, if we lose this game, we're going to kick their ass in game six. Like, we know this. Like, this is a, it, you know, and the Lakers came back, made adjustments in game five, and were like, all right, well, it looked like the Lakers were going to squeeze that one out. Like, all right, well, this is, you know, it's going to, we're going to steal a championship, you know, in the Miami, in, a, in the Kobe jerseys. And the Kobe stuff obviously added effect. Jay, Jay Crowder mentioned that, said so as much. And we all knew that as fans. Like, we all knew that, you know, you can't sit there and just say, like, hey, we're going to play in the Kobe jerseys again because we want to beat the fuck out of Miami. Um, and then you think Miami's sitting there like, cool, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> they would, they would, because they know they they're the lesser team, right? Unless you have got a leader, like we say with Jimmy, that's it. Because he's the kind of guy that knows he's got the right guys around him that he can say, "Look, look what the I fuck." Think is Jay, happening. I think Jay Crowder you know I mean? even did that too. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, so all right, well, they just so whatever jersey they pick is going to determine how what the series is. And so I felt like Miami got up for that one, obviously. Um, but here, I, I put up LeBron's averages for the NBA Finals. You want to hear these crazy ass numbers? <laughs> Was twenty seven or twenty nine point eight points a game, eleven point eight rebounds led the team, eight point five assists, one point two steals, shot fifty nine percent. He made two and a half threes a game, shot forty two percent, made uh, from three. Three? Yeah, and he shot sixty seven percent from the free throw line. Yeah, that's that's like a career high. Free throws, Lonzo Ballish. Yeah. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo, Lonzo was in the 40s. If, if, if you told Lonzo, hey, man, um, you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be a career 69% free throw shooter, he's going to be like, fuck yeah. 69%. What happened? I invested. I What did I do? He Remember that guy that helped Shaq huh? for that one season? Remember there was that one season when Shaq got a specialist that helped his numbers go pretty solid amount and then he, then he fired the fucker <laughs> and then he just went back to shooting fucking 48. What's like Will Chamberlain, you know, like uh, somebody told him. Uh, that he could do, he could continue doing granny style, you know, and uh, or underhand. I don't want to get canceled. Uh, and uh, and then he's just like, nah, fuck that. I look like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was like, I can do that, but I'm a center, and if I'm the center on the team doing that, then um, we the, lost all credibility. Will Chamberlain history guy. is so split. Like history, like with NBA purists, and you know. People say that you know he is horrible and he was just a stat patter, but like that he played. I don't know, like he, he... no, nah, nah, he... oh shit, what the oh, fuck was shit. that? Get that, I don't know Get what that, that was. <laughs> Your neighbor Man, maybe. You good. It didn't sound like a gun, sound like some sort of like pops. <laughs> um, no, nah, man, that's. 
I'm in studio city. We're talking about Will. Oh, oh, he said, well, I'm in it. Like, no, no, I'm fine. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Where were we at? This uh, brand. Like, like, the dude got, like, 55 fucking rebounds in a game. He averaged 50 for their season, didn't he, at one point? Yeah. Oh, no. He he was, like, 30 or some stupid number. But, like, um, one thing that... Oh, maybe you're fucking even right. It was still no, no, he averaged like 50, 50 for a whole. No, he averaged 50 and 25 yeah, no, rebounds he, yeah. for a whole season. <laughs> 50 wow. points. No, he averaged 25 rebounds for a whole yeah, year. You're talking about 50 he got, no, no, no. Yeah, I was talking he, about the points. He, he averaged 50 for a whole year, um, and he averaged 25 rebounds. His oh, NBA record is 55 not, rebounds in a game, which is. Crazy. But I will agree. Even though I don't think he deserves to get knocked, he was great. Um, but he was a fucking a specimen, dog, amongst, yeah. like, normal yeah, men, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. he was Agreed. a fucking, he was a Greek freak way before that shit was even a realistic thing. And society. like, dude, everything, like, when you see pictures of Will, bro, that fool, today, today, he looks like a motherfucker that would, like, make Dwight look like a little kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's Dwight, if you saw yeah. him, he would, like, physique-wise, Dwight's still right there where he was at his prime, though. Who looks like the kind of superhero? You know what I mean, and and that's the kind of shit what was on. But I mean, I don't know why the fuck we're going on our wheelchair. Yeah, tangent, but that was not savage. Yeah, we, we savage, savage, yeah, savage, we savage. But oh, oh, we were talking about LeBron. Look, numbers, and, you know, it just it got got us there. But yeah, the average, yeah, the averages and stuff. You know, right. I'm, you oh, know, yeah, LeBron yeah. deserved MVP clearly. Um, and um, For sure. You know, AD will have his time if this Laker team uh, continues to excel. And um, you know, the next one. exactly like he was seven of seventeen. Uh, he had nineteen points. Um, he did have fifteen rebounds. Uh, so you know, that's yeah. that's a and that's what we wanted from him. And he, you know, like you said, he saw there's a couple of possessions where Iguodala was on him. And he just like backed his ass down and like threw a massive dunk on him. Uh, it was it was good. It was pleasant you to see. To- you have to let them know you're going to pay for this every single time you do this, right? Like, you got to right. force fools. Because if you're not going to do it, then this is all day, right? Absolutely. Every day long. Yeah. Unless then you course they, correct. And another thing, he went, what was it, 28 or 29 free throws straight without missing? Oh, yeah, yeah, That was yeah. big. That was that huge. Was unbelievable. For, in, in, in the fucking finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, it isn't yeah. like you're doing it, like, fucking week two through, you know, through three or whatever the fucking random as in a, a, a season. Like, this is when the shit is a fan, and, and he stepped the fuck up. I think, I, I mean, it was it was it was great to see. Um, one thing as far as LeBron winning the MVP, we kept saying it all the time, and it's not like he didn't earn it because he definitely did. Like, what the fuck, Brandon just read those numbers, right? But um, we did say that when it came to AD, the real reason why it was going to be difficult it was because it wasn't like he needed to play MVP Finals MVP level. He needed to convince whoever is voting that LeBron shouldn't get. You know what I mean? And that's a hard fucking thing to do. Right. Um, especially when LeBron is playing at this fucking level that he's playing. I mean, straight up championship um, level. And, and you know what I kept saying throughout this whole playoff? I, I want to say this because I want to give this props to Jimmy. As, like, really, because I do. I, I mean, goddamn, Jimmy played one of those sure did. fucking, you know, these runs. Like, I, I, all props to him for real, for real. Um, but like I told you guys, dude, we took Lynn, we took Dame out, we took Murray, we took, you know, Harden, all these dudes that were having some solid seasons. Like, I mean, not, you know, solid runs. Same with fucking um, Jimmy. You know what I mean? 
And for people that are saying this, we this Heat team had no business. This is one of the weakest teams. All of that is true. Besides the fact that this supposed or whatever weaker Heat team took out some motherfucking badass teams in the East that were supposed to be badass, right? So like, who is who? Are, who is this team? This team took out some motherfucking badass teams that were supposed to be, you know, the ones getting it done. So, um, no matter what anybody wants to say, I think that the, the teams that that, uh, that the Lakers went up against in this whole entire playoffs had some bad, bad people, some bad, bad motherfuckers that were really playing some straight up grade A, hot level, like straight up quality fucking basketball. That's why I say like. I really do want to make the point that no matter how much I wanted to sweep the series and everything, and, and I didn't give a fuck about Miami's feelings or anything, um, I have to say that I was enjoying Jimmy's fucking game. Like, it's, it's everything that he was doing, everything he was bringing to to the competition, right? It's like you almost felt, as a fan, I almost felt respect. That it's like, damn, this was bringing all of it to the table. He's letting yeah. us get a championship because we have to beat them, not just, they're not going to give us this shit. Like, and, and, and that's respect. That's what you want. Like, bro, just anybody that, that like we said all the time, anybody that wasn't here is because they couldn't handle it. And you guys did, um, and I'm proud to say you guys didn't shit the bed up. You know, with the injury to Dragic, all the stuff that went down with the BAM, Miami still took the Lakers further than everybody else. And and the West is supposedly a shit ton more stacked than the East. It's, you know what I mean? So, again, that's a super props to fucking um, Spolster and, and, and fucking Jimmy and, and what they were able to get out of all these players. Because some of these guys, like the fucking heroes and all these other players, uh, uh, Duncan, Robert, these guys are going to get fucking Yeah, paid. oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, shit, props to that. You know, um, it, it was just... It, it was a very competitive series, a lot more competitive than the first two games indicated it was going to be. And, you know, Miami can fight. Uh, that team is tough. And I do want to add what, what you were talking about, the bubble um, competition level. I felt that, you know, it was a very high level of basketball. You know, Jamal Murray had probably one of the best runs I've seen a player have in the last, like, 10, 15 years. And he had one of the sickest layups I've ever seen, that 360 um, little well, spinner off the backboard. Like, you know, we saw some amazing plays because it was, you know, everybody got a chance to really just focus and harness that initial energy when they came in there on pure basketball. There was no distractions. There was no clubs. There was no this. There was no that. Um, it was just camaraderie. It was basketball. Um, and, you know, hopefully we can, you know, the NBA can have something that exists in the future um, where maybe it doesn't have to be, you know, a three month long bubble, but it can be something like where they go and they're invited to an event. That's a couple of weeks and um, like a little tournament. And I, I think the NBA could have something like this where they now when fans are allowed invite fans to this bubble and, you know, create this little like NBA Island. Um, I don't I don't know, but I, I feel they're onto something because they were able to produce uh, an amazing um, just environment and product uh, for us in the middle of a pandemic. But I also think it's because it was, yeah, but I also think that also one of the reasons why that worked it was because it was such a mm -hmm. unique mm -hmm. situation. You know, it, was, it could be one of those things. I'm not saying it can't work, but I'm saying it could definitely be one of those things that when you try to replicate it, it's like, you're, well, no, no, for sure. No, that is not it. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, but, you know, but but it was like I agree with you. If there's if there's a way that you could try try to fucking give 
us as fans this again this kind of whatever you want to call this level of basketball and commitment to to basketball um dude again they're like you said dude they're some of these bubble teams are gonna just this we're gonna keep going back to saying that's when it changed that's when i found out you know some of these players are gonna be like like Murray, right? That's when the world got to be like, oh shit, that's for real, for real, star in the league. It isn't just a motherfucker over there. That's a real dude, real baller. Um, you know, when the shit hits a fan, he's going to be able to do his thing. Um, super, super, super cool for them. No, Murray is a baller, man. Um, those are all, you know what I mean? Going back to the Lakers, though, those are all teams I honestly look forward to uh, eating on the way to more championships, like straight up. Like, I, 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 every time I would tell you, Brandon, when, especially when we sucked, and that's why I'm so happy, right? It's like, what did I tell you? It was like, even though we were losing and beating on the shit and all the sticks, it was like, I like the fact that this is happening with the Warriors, and I like the fact that this is happening with these teams because whenever we want to step into that, we're going to have to take it to that level. And I know my franchise can take it to that The, the team I can take it to that motherfucking level and that's what I mean. Um, that's what I feel like they've done, where it's like, um, oh, if you want to fuck with Golden State, if you want to fuck with these teams, bro, uh, you, you got to come correct. Um, and even, again, the, the fucking uh, the Clippers, you know, which we know they're always going to still choke for it, but as far as on paper, that's a fucking super team, you know, that you're supposed to be getting to. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be crazy, uh, I, I don't know what's gonna happen with them, but I mean, they still have again on paper like the team that should have won it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, but should have, could have. We always know that whenever the shit hits the fan, we are the team that wants to go in there and really go for it. And, and that's why I think the LeBron, all that kind of shit. I mean, how I asked you like, what did you think about like what was going on? Um, yeah, that was one of the shits that was the dopest part about it. Where I feel like I know it sounded cocky when I said it's like. Um, but it's I just, obviously looking at it at just 100% through a Laker fan's lens, it was like I gave LeBron props because it was like, dude, do you even know what you're getting into? Like, we're pretty harsh as a fan base. Like, because what, what I like that he said that he acknowledges, like, one of the challenges that he knew, it wasn't like, like, he knew it's like he, 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 the challenge that he knew that he was going to have that he, a guy of his level. It's crazy that he still needs to find a crazy challenge, right? But he knew Laker fans in general, we don't give a flying fuck what he did in Miami and Cleveland. You know what I mean? And he knew this is the kind of fan base that when a, a champion like me shows up with three rings, they don't give a fuck about those three. They want to know, what are you going to do here, though? And and that was a, a challenge that I thought was dope from the jump, and I felt like he completely took took it on head on. Um, he, Dude, this one wasn't... He was telling us from the jump, oh, we're going to get there. We're going to do this shit. Like, he, you know what I mean? He wasn't saying we're going to give it all we got. Like, we're going to try our best to. No, bro. He was telling our fan base that he knows there's a fucking crazy fucking fan base. Don't even trip. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to get you guys back to the point where you're bragging again to everybody and are just feeling like, a, bro, you, you know, like people were, you know, this tweet, you saw it over and over, bro. But the, like. Lakers won the championship. Sleep just hits different. When when you go to sleep right after that championship, you wake up feeling a, a little extra pep. In a lot of pep. A lot. A lot. You know, <laughs> you know, like it's like the fucking Beatles song, but they're talking about love. But this is one of those like I can I can all of a sudden I'm hearing birds singing, Brandon. I'm hearing you know 
I'm hearing like bells ringing and it's like this beautifulness is the world just got a lot more awesome. And it's because the purple and gold are right the fuck where they belong. They're just right there where like everybody else. Oh, again, that was dope about watching the game with my son. It's he got to see what I've been telling him the whole time. He was like, holy fuck. Because you saw when those, I love the best thing when you win, especially when you root for a team like the Lakers, when they start putting those stupid numbers of like crazy historic shit that this team's done. And when they put Lakers and the Celtics with 17 apiece, that's dope, dog. But what makes it doper is when you show that the Warriors and the Bulls are the next fools up with fucking six. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, that's that what was. I tell Eric. Like, six versus 17, that's. You're over here, they're over there. That's the world we're in. You know what I mean? That's that's the fucking team we root for. And that's what they do. They give us good times. You know what I mean? They give right. you some great fucking times. And I, that's all you can fucking ask for. Fucking like, let me once in a while get the brag. You know what I mean? And for the Lakers, this 10-year stint was the longest in history. That's how spoiled we are as a fan base. Where we couldn't believe that. It's no, been it, we just flat out couldn't. It was like, longest in our recent history, but eighty-eight to um, to two thousand was longer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was twelve. Man. That is, that is. But I'm gonna say that was the ninety-nine to thousand. <laughs> but Yo, uh, nah, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say. Good thing you brought up that. Uh, uh, what you just brought up, like basically, like what, what, we, um, like what you were happy about, or what, uh, you know, what you were feeling at the moment. Um, I did want to say that uh, I know we, we we all said our parts, but I did want to say I, I definitely was happy for the players, happy for LeBron, AD, uh, Howard, Rondo, um, Bradley's going to get his ring, even though you know he, he opted out, but he was, you know, he was he was part of yeah, he was part of the wins. So I want to give a oh, shout yeah. out to Bradley. Um, you know, um, even when they were called upon, you know, the Dudleys, the Cooks, uh, the rookies' name. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name. Tht is, is oh, his yeah, initials, yeah, Thornton, right? Whatever. Yeah, so he gets to put on his resume now that he, he he scored points in the NBA playoffs. So, you know, happy for all of them. Uh, coach, for sure. Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss. So, you know, yeah, I was just um, – and, again, like um, going back to what you said, uh, it, you know, it felt good to be able to experience another championship. Sucks I, that we, we won't get a parade, but all good. We got, the, we got the banner. But it's because that fact that you're a champ, bro, that's just the whole – Another and, and honestly, this is why I know we, you know, like it's just you can't understand this fan base. The only fan base I think that can really fuck with us, dude, is like the Yankees, and obviously they're even on another level, right? But it's like, right, where I was the you know one thing that I love when when my team wins a championship, and you and when by my, when my team wins a championship, I'm usually just referring to the fucking Lakers, um, but. I, today I made, I was on my phone. I made sure I was listening to all local LA fucking radio. I wanted to hear it all. <laughs> I wanted to hear all that shit. I wanted to, I just fucking did. I just like, hell yeah, man. I, I, I just, this is dope. Like I wanted to hear all that shit. I just tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me what the fuck, you know, how, just hear from other Lakers fans, right? To, to be like all the shit, all of this stuff. We finally got here. But what I mean, as far as us being cocky and crazy, what we're in the level with, Right away, we start thinking like Laker fans. We're thinking, 
bro, this has to be a back-to-back situation, dog. Like, Minimum. you know what I mean? When it's fucked Minimum. up because it's like we <laughs> haven't, yeah, we haven't exactly. There goes Brandon. Brandon, for you guys, because this is not a video pod. He's over here rocking his back-to-back back back classic. Nine, two, uh, no, this is a uh, 09. Uh, hey, by the way, oh, um, decades start with Laker titles, don't they? They do. Besides yep. the one, remember the show. Besides the one that the Sixers got, the eighty, whatever the. Fuck well, no, was. because if you think about ninety nine, two thousand, and then we got uh, ninety nine, then we got oh nine, uh, oh nine ten, and now we got ninety nine twenty. Yeah, but they also got seventy. Is what I mean. They won seventy. Oh, we just uh, didn't get. They won in nineteen seventy. Oh, yeah. They didn't win nineteen eighty, and Did they won nineteen ninety. You know, and That's they could have. Uh, I think Detroit won that one. Yeah, Detroit. That's what I mean. It was all Laker teams of every decade besides the Celtics. I mean, the Sixers. Oh, the man. Oh, man. Oh, man. But still, like, it, those are the things you This is dope, but I do like that. That's the way that what I was trying to tell you, going back to what I said. It's like, yo, this is what I mean. But when we get there, we know we're going to have to step our game way the fuck up, bro. Because, dude, no matter how tight we had a run, which I agree with, dope as run. I feel like AD and LeBron took it to a crazy level. But if we're trying to do this again next year, there's got to be a lot of stuff. And I don't mean like just, you know, because I'm definitely on the, you know, I'm always on the side of run, run it, back. it back. This team again. Run it you know back, what I mean? Yep. Like this same Agreed. squad again, all of this. All, every single member, one more time. You know, that, we'll be, that's definitely we'll be the way Bradley. I like it. Exactly. And, 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 and for the, for the you know, for what Mike mentioned, um, definitely Bradley is a huge reason of why we didn't necessarily have to win many games when the bubble very started because we already had the one seat block. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, he so was big, those, yeah. are, those are huge was, things. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he played a part definitely in helping us get to the title. You know, so lock, it, uh, securing the one seat. Like you said, we didn't have to show up and win all all of the games that we uh, that we played in the, uh, prior to the playoffs. And Polenka like, for sure, for, he's shown that he's going to – he's – Again, he seems like even more than us. He's already like, yo, how do I win this again? Yeah, man, yeah. because, yeah. like, again, you know what you sign up for as the gig, dog. It, it's almost like a curse for, for Blanca and for Vogel. Now it's like, oh, well, if, you know, if we know you can get it done, we're going to keep it as long as you keep getting yeah. it done. But the moment you stop right. getting it done, then we're going to gonna let you go. That first oh, year you're gone. Know. You're for, and, and, and again, that's still, like, you guys mentioned it earlier, but the Dwight Howard, awesome as fuck. He, you right. know, he even said it. You remember what the whole thing they keep showing again? How he's like when he bounced, he was like, "I hope I get get a chance to pay, uh, you know repay you, like to make this yeah. up to you." Um, and he one hundred percent did, and, and it was for the attitude, for the vibe. And you know what I think? Remember what the story that I every single person, anybody that listens to this podcast, bored of me bringing this every time is when I always say about when we when we signed Dwight the first time and he came on the team, and. Uh, we had him in the fucking uh, in that room where all the fucking championship and all the you know all the retired jerseys, and you could see it in his face where he was like, "Oh shit, like what did I do? Because if I don't win, these fucking fans are gonna fucking shoot me out." Because what I would say is like, "Dude, he knows if he doesn't win two, he's not even Andrew Bynum." You know right. what I mean? He's like, "You're a bust." The, like the centers on this franchise are legendary, bro. Like you you got it, and I feel like the second time around. Obviously, he wasn't like the main focus on the team or anything like that. But I feel like he really, really understood what it meant to come here and really try to get it one for this fan base. That this fan base that is crazy hardcore with it. Where right. again, people after they won it, they're still saying, "Yo, we still got to find a way to dip on, dip 
make Kuzma you know trade him for something better. You know what the fuck? Let's go get Boogie Cousins back. You know what I mean? Like what's right, good? Right. Like let's let's go do this. Right. Um, but that's the way he right. should be, right? Because because realistically, like. Fuck yeah, you want to pack the back talk? Like, I mean, coming from experience as a fan, yo, this shit is sweet than a mother. Yeah, well, uh, and us in our, sure. in our era, the art our dudes our age, we're 35, you know, uh, we've never won just one. It's always, it's always been, it's always been bu- in with, bundles. In bundles yeah. So check us out. Here are the Lakers. And I'll take my bundle. Hell yeah. So here are the Lakers <laughs> free agents heading into the offseason, right? We got AD who has a player option. He will most likely take it, okay. and uh, you know, take the option, opt out, and then resign in a me- for a mega contract. That's what we all assume, right? What? Uh, well, no, people are saying the one oh, plus okay. one. Well, that, that's fine too. Whatever. Because if, Whatever. Because if he does a one plus one, then he'll be eligible for the year, uh, the ten year, massive like everything that you get in the world. He the that. He's got the master of doing that with LeBron on his team. Um, KCP is a player option, so we'll see. He could. Uh, that would be nice if he opts out and signs for a cheaper contract. Doubt it. Um, Avery Bradley, player option. Um, he's probably going to want to get a little more money. Uh, JaVale McGee, player option. Yeah. He might stay because I think if he opts out, I don't know if another team grabs him. So that's my gut feeling on that. Yeah. Dwight, Marquise Morris, Rondo has a player option. I think he stays. Rondo, I, I mean, I, yeah, I think Marquise, my bad, is going to be a little tougher to. Uh, yeah, and keep. that's where like we might have to sacrifice a guy like Dwight um, to to free up a little more money for Morris. Because yeah, I'm very cool. I don't know if you guys agree with me. I do definitely want oh, to keep for sure, Morris. For sure. Like I, I think that was fuck. That was the clutchest one of the. Most and he, and he's speaking of clutch, he's a know? clutch client, so I don't think yeah, he's going exactly. anywhere. So, um, and then we have. He's with the right motherfucker. That's why KCP, though, like, um, he might stick around and get an even bigger bag. You know, KCP keeps getting the contracts that people don't know how the fuck are happening, but it's clutch, it. bro. That's all He's it is. Clutch, um, and then we have J.R. Dion and Jared Dudley. So I think J.R. and Dion not coming back. Um, I think Jared might come back just because he seems like a really good locker room dude. I would definitely like to uh, have Dudley You know, and I never, sure. I never, I I never thought like to, I would hear that from my mouth, your mouth, any Laker fan. No, never, okay. never in a million years. Yeah. And, 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 you know, going back to uh, how we feel for the players, that's one thing that's tight. Like, when, once, you know, once uh, he, uh, one the first tweet that we dropped pretty much after it said, from now on, you can call me fucking champ. You know what I mean? And and, and honestly, hell yeah. If, if we're talking about how we're strutting the fact that our team won it in Orlando while we're over here on our laptops and doing our, you know, lame shit, Oh, you know Dudley's feeling himself or anybody on this team that that you know that like bro, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm a champ, dog. Like you know what I mean? Like, a champion. Me, I'm a champion. Like over here, this is what a championship looks like. This is what a champion looks like. Um and and, and again, that's the super joke. Uh, Quinn Cook, my bad, because just in case we don't mention the Quinn Cook has, you know, whenever teams win, um, there's always story. Every single player has a story. I mean, every player in the league has like something right. that you can focus on that you like. Damn, this is why this is so dope for you. But you know, you would always see even from the beginning of the season how Quinn Cook, when he barely signed, was like, you know, his dad was a lifetime mm-hmm. Laker fan. His dad passed away. Now, and then again after the game, he got he was sweet and was like, "This is for me. he says I won one with your mom. You know what I mean? I got to win it with your squad." I was like, "You would be happy as fuck." And you know, I told you, bro, I'm a, I was almost shitting fucking tears watching the fucking game with my son. Imagine this motherfucker's after beat a champ. You know what I mean? Rocking the colors. Uh, you know what I mean? And 
I mean, th- th- this, this is why championships are fucking epic. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, you know how we said earlier with the Danny Green. That shot, if he would have made it in game five, would it really change his life? It isn't like just a, you know, hyperbole, bro. That changes everything about this move. For, uh, and again, I'm talking as Laker fans. You know, because fuck, that game seven shot from Meta World Peace against Boston in the finals, bro, Meta legend status in LA forever. Sasha's a fucking legend because he made two free throws. Oh, and and he made those gangster free throws. Those were two of the most cock. Pop money, perfect switch, didn't even hit. And he had the the little brushing of the hair in between just to just let you know, damn, this is the motherfucker that's about to fucking end their season right now. And Phil. The confidence that Phil was like, oh, yeah, easy. We need two. Sasha, go nail that and let's get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? It was just, that's what was so dope. I think there's no way in hell. If I, if I shot 100% for the season, I feel in that situation, I'm one for two at best. You know what I mean? Like, I just, but again, why the fuck are we talking Sasha, right? But like, you know, those are the, the, but what I mean is, well, actually, that is why we're talking Sasha, right? That's what happens when you do legendary shit in the fucking finals. You all of a sudden become a guy that's going to be remembered forever, um, at the very least among that amongst that fan base. Where, you know, LeBron. You know what I mean? LeBron. No matter who, I think you're starting to see a lot of the, the Laker hit fans that were like LeBron haters kind of yes. changing to him because like, what the fuck are you going to do, Doc? This fool brings you number seventeen. If you're wasting your time hating, Doc, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. No. I'm kind of happy about that up because I was going to say, we've bought it up on previous podcasts for all the Laker uh, fans that didn't really agree with the LeBron move or didn't like the LeBron move to Los Angeles. I'm sure they quickly changed that. Title changes. Yeah, and my criticism, low-key, was, of course, an arrogant Laker fan argument of why we shouldn't go for LeBron or any of these guys. Remember, I was always the fuck that guy. Let's not go get that guy. And mainly because... Again, and it's tight because you start seeing fuck what I think. You hear, you saw the Mamba say the same thing um, when he was talking about LeBron James, or you know, it's like, bro, this gig, you shouldn't have to recruit a cat, dog. This is a specific job for a person that is ready to yeah. do what LeBron just did: bring a fucking great legendary franchise back to is where it? it belongs. That. It's a job that is very unique, very specific, it's very fucking tough, right? Yep. And that's what I said. Like, when LeBron, my only thing about LeBron was we shouldn't be recruiting him. He should know if he wants to do this. You know what I mean? He should know if this is what he wants to do. Like, if he wants to sign up, but again, of course, it's normal for him to find out, well, yeah, I want to do that, but let me know what this franchise is at. What if these fools don't know what the fuck they're doing? What if this is a franchise that at this moment... You know, that's why no matter how much shit I've given him on this podcast for the recent times, like Magic deserves huge props here too because you really don't get LeBron without Magic. You know what I mean? And I know I was like, yo, he's coming here no matter what, but like, nah, nah. Um, Magic was, and I, I don't feel Magic was the reason why he was like, I want to come fuck with Magic. That's what I don't think. I don't think that was the reason why LeBron chose the Lakers, but I think he believed them when Magic told him, you want to make this you know what I mean? This is definitely the move you want to make. Ma- Magic was a salesman, you, you know, this, like Yeah. This team is gonna do what we're gonna make the Lakers can. great again. Like, like and said, LeBron's like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it in eight D and that's what I said, fool look low key. Not even low key, I mean super higher than a motherfucking key, like Genie Buzz, boss, a boss. You know, what yeah. did we even say we said it from the beginning before even all this turmoil, dog. 
why is she wasting this time? Take over. This is your fucking team. Cut. I know your dad said this is, and obviously, obviously, we have to respect that how he planned it out. But now, if you're trying to win and you're trying to give us as fans what we do, what we are expected, what we used to, take the fuck over and get this team right back to its yeah. fucking long. And when she fucking did, finally did that, I mean, shit, bro. Moves that kept making people question and that just paid the fuck off. Palenka to start with like a motherfucker. Why the fuck are you going with this non-experienced guy for like the best gig in the game? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're going to go ahead and go get Frank Vogel, who, who clearly wasn't our first option. You know what I mean? And it's so many dope things that happened that I think that the Lakers did. A genie was, uh, you know, lead, you know, leading the charge by getting the right yep. people there. Uh, I'm happy for her, you know what I mean. Just, just happy for, for how I felt when her dad was the owner, right? When you knew the right guys in fucking charge. That's one of the best parts about the, the era of the Lakers that we grew up rooting for, where it was like, Doctor Bus is gonna figure this shit out. I, I just, I just knew if he's gotta fire some fuckers and if he's gotta overpay a few people, whatever he's gotta get done, it's gonna get done. And I think that's why I feel like Genie had to kind of boss the fuck up. Where it was like, all right, let's cut the bullshit. We, do we need to trade our whole team for that cat? We're doing it. You know, do we need to do what? You know, let, let's go. Let's stop playing games. This is this is ten years was way yeah. way too long. Do you know what I mean? Way and, too I, long. and I think it also felt Agreed. probably a lot longer because of like this new age we're in, social media, all the stuff, like the attention. It definitely felt longer than the twelve years, which is pretty crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just right. before we started the podcast with, like I told you, how I. Pretty much waited till my son is 11 when the Lakers got to win it again with me. Um, the way it's looking, but yeah, I'm getting that cockiness in me. It's like, oh yeah, Malcolm's gonna not have to wait as long as Eric had to wait, dog. <laughs> you know, I mean? to, to watch him and watch him and watch him over and over again. Because the dopest part about this, we said that LeBron deserved the MVP, rightfully so, just like he did. But if we keep AD around for the for for a couple years, bro, this team is gonna be in a fucking good situation. Yep. Oh, wow. And LeBron's game did not look at all like a guy that you're trying to ship out. Dog. I think you're trying to move on from that's hindering your team in any fucking way. Um, hey, you know how you said uh, the guys that we're going to have to lose in free agency or you know, all that stuff? I think one thing that changes is we got to understand that some of the reason is some of these players in free agency didn't necessarily buy fully all in on what LeBron was pitching. You know what I'm saying? Some, right. you know, some of these superstars are maybe like, what if LeBron isn't necessarily it, right? You know what I mean? Like, maybe my best route is to go sign with the Clippers or another team. You know what I mean? Giannis or something like that. Or, or whatever, you know, other team you want to come up with. But I think, obviously, winning it all, it's not going to be a... It's definitely going to be a lot easier than it was last season to convince whatever veterans available to come through for the minute. Whatever it's for the, the minimum? Guys, yeah, let's just say we lose whatever guys we lose now. And I'm hoping we lose guys simply because they're going to go get the bag somewhere else because I'm always happy for right. that, no matter what the fuck right. I go you know, I'm hoping we don't lose nobody just simply because they just wanted to go somewhere else. If we're losing dudes because you're going to get paid. You're going to go get fucking Someone paid. pays you more than yeah. what we were going to give you, right? But I, I think, agree with that. But I think the team's going to be able to replace them with other veterans that are right there. Where, look, you Brandon wanted it. Maybe you don't want it no more. But Lakers could go fucking get Carmelo if they fucking want to. Uh, yeah. I feel like they completely could go get Carmelo. And I think Carmelo also showed that he's probably a piece you do want to fucking have. Yep. So, right. you know, and that's one example. I'm not even saying at all that Carmelo's what the, it is, but what I mean is there is going to be guys that know that joining AD and LeBron is definitely a lot more of a sure shot than it was before because they literally just won the shit. You know what I mean? So, 
it, it, again, that's that's what I think. Winning is attractive, you know. Winning, you know, why the fuck wouldn't you want to go ahead and be a part of this? Um, I know why Paul George didn't want to be a part of it, but um, you know what I mean. Like, but I, hey, dog, like I just think this team—it's got me excited as fuck. No shit, we're all happy that we won it. But as a Laker fan, not only did we win it, but we won it how we win, where we don't just win the finals that we feel like, damn, we we're lucky we. We got in there, we snuck in there, and we dogged our way through seven-game series and, and beat teams that were better than us. Hell, the Lakers teams beat the shit out of you and then make their fans feel like, oh, we're going to do this again next year because we are the team to beat now. Like, we we, we didn't – again, like, if Miami would have won it, Miami wouldn't have been the favorite for next season. Um, you saw the odds are the Lakers are 100% the favorites to win the championship next year be. already. And – and that's with right. those better teams that are supposedly out there, right? The Clippers, uh, all these teams that are better than the Lakers, all of a sudden aren't better, and Lakers didn't get different players. The same fucking team is all of a sudden the favorite. Why? Because now you showed it. You proved it, right? Like, oh, LeBron really hasn't lost a step. Well, he's lost a step, but he had 30 steps on the next cat anyways. So that's fine. He could still lose another 10, and he's still top five in the league. So, um it's, it's, it's just an awesome, awesome thing to see. And uh, I keep saying this, and I'm going to always say this. Everything in Columbus coming out of the mouth is coming from a cocky, arrogant Laker fan. And I feel like, LeBron, all right, you, you earned, you know what I mean? Like, you you cool. You all right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess I fuck with you, you know? But obviously, I wasn't the guy that was hesitant like that. But at the same time, it feels like, damn, bro, you really knocked it out of the park. You really... You really were able to get my team to that level and um, and bring that joy and confidence and um, just super, you know, you can't guarantee championships, uh, but we know we got the right people in charge, and that's all you can fucking ask for. Um, Palenka's the right cat. You know what I mean? Genie's the right owner. And one thing that I said, remember I said from the beginning of my back, because I heard, I forgot who I fucking heard. I wish I could give him props. I mentioned it, on, and I tell you, I've been listening to all these radio, uh, local radio stations. One of the props that Vogel really deserved is, again, I said it earlier, we knew he wasn't our first choice. So he was already getting a tough gig from that point. Secondly, what I tell you was I hated about the, the Jason Kidd hiring. is like, then you get a guy like Jason Kidd where people already start to say, well, that's clearly who they're going to go with if you suck. Right. If you shit the bed, that's right, the right. guy yeah, we're going to go ahead and fire you for and have him take over. You know, and all that kind of stuff was there. And what if Frank did? What did he do? He started getting to work and saying, yeah, but I'm about to win it, though, so it's all good. You know what I mean? Everything is good over here. I got LeBron and AD. You guys worry about it. I'm going to go to work because it's the shit that's the theme of every podcast we record, especially in the playoffs. If the Lakers do what we're supposed to do, it's a fucking wrap. You know what I mean? And, And I think Vogel knew I have the right game plan. I know that I can figure it out. I just need to make sure these guys do it, and we're good. You know, obviously that's easier said than done, but he knew he had the right leaders in charge. Again, all the people that we mentioned, the the, the Dwight Howards, the Jared Dudley, the people that he knew, this team, the bubble experience. You know, if you're a coach, I know you're seeing this this growth in your team right in front of your eyes of like, holy shit, I have something. We have something special here. You know, a, a group of dudes that is really, really ready to get this shit done. And uh, I really hope that jump starts the Lakers to uh, – to a really great uh, situation next season because people say, let's enjoy this. I did enjoy it. We already got it. You can't take in 17 away no matter what the fuck you do. Oh, no. So 
let me go for 18. Dog. You know what I mean? Let me start well, I mean, thinking about we, 18. We, we just won. Who's going to stop us? <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, the season's fucking over already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's it. It's over. That's it. Like, the, the next season starts and somebody else is going to get it unless we do it again. And, and that's the mentality that's got to happen again. And I feel like Polenka's, you know, with the whole Kobe friendship and everything, definitely feels like he's not a guy that took the job not knowing what the fuck he was getting into. He knew what he was getting into. He knew people were going to be criticizing because of the Kobe part of it. And you're just there because of Kobe. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck? And I think, you know, being Kobe's friend, knowing one of the one of the most pressured things you can do is win one because these schools are going to be demanding the second one, you know, and, and, and that comes from ownership, from fan base, from everything else. Like, I think Jeannie, I think knows that she needs to be cracking, cracking the whip moving forward. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean firing a guy if they don't win it next year or nothing crazy like that. But if you ain't getting it done, we definitely are not in a position right now to be waiting for someone to figure shit out. This is this is not – we're back to where, we're, again, we belong. We're – are we winning? And if we're not, let's get to winning again. You know I, com- I, com- I completely Fuck agree. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we take a quick break? Um, um, 17 is way better than 16. Oh, um, perfect. One thing that I, you know how I was, you know how we say all this cocky shit as fans that we do? One thing that I love, and it happens with a lot of the teams, but I feel like you see Lakers huge. His former Lakers were after bragging like the team members still. Like they, they're not like, oh my team, no. Like these Lakers, like James Worthy, bro. James Worthy's out there like just the happiest man in the world. And that's big game motherfucking James Worthy, dog. It's not like he's some, you know, sort of like, oh, I won one of the Lakers lucky me back in the days kind of guy. It's James fucking Worthy. And he's over here excited like a motherfucking man. You know, Norm Nixon, all these guys with a uh, cool, all these guys that get interviewed right after this, they're like, fuck yeah, it feels dope. Because I'm one of those. I'm part of one of those guys that put on the Lakers uniform and won. That's another level. And that's just saying, the people, I, I always say this to people, I know, again, it's a stupid, arrogant way of looking at it, but I fuck it. It's like with people, the LeBron situation that made it hesitant is like, LeBron bought LeBron fans, right? LeBron brought that part to the Lakers fan base. Where it was like, they're LeBron fans. They're, you know, they're going to fall. And I, in my head was like, yo, that's awesome as fuck because LeBron is the best player in the league. I understand why you're a LeBron fan. But this is a different job. This is a different situation over here. This is not that. What he was trying to do over there, that's not what he's trying to do here. This is a whole nother level, a whole nother ballgame. These are the big leagues, you know what I mean? And if LeBron ever thought that he got worshipped and idolized like he did when he was doing this thing in Miami and when he was doing the six Cleveland, you don't know what it's like to walk around as a fucking Laker champion. About to find out. In the world. <laughs> that is another fucking level, though. Like, walking through as a champion is dope. But walking through as a Laker mm-hmm. champion, the fan base globally, internationally that this team has, you know what I mean? Like, bro... People in China are fucking... Yo, what what happened? China fucking started... Stopped showing all the games? They're going to show the Lakers win a championship, dog. That's why all of a sudden, game five, they're like, yo, fuck it, cut the bullshit. Let's start showing these games. Because you can't quit this. China, I'm sorry, you can't quit this. You can't quit... You can quit the NBA. You can't quit the Lakers. 
<laughs> and quit the Lakers. And all that shit that yow, yow, yow. No, they, it was uh, it was a rocket that they told to fuck off. But again, for the Lakers, you stop your little fucking bullshit that you're doing, not showing games, and you start showing these fucking games. Obviously, I don't work for the NBA, and I'm not Daryl Murray, so I'm not scared about fucking China. You know what I mean? <laughs> I say, fuck, fuck it. He said the right thing. Yeah, I mean, y'all put us some bullshit. You want to cut us, cut us. But I know you're going to come back because you fucking did. Because you need this. Fuck the bullshit that you're doing. Your fucking regime still wasn't able to keep the fans from begging yep. for the NBA. And um, there it is. Everybody needs to see the Lakers winning. The whole world needs um, to see it. And, hey, King, uh, uh, what's his name in North Korea? is a fucking NBA fan. So I know they were watching oh, for the sure. Lakers winning uh, over there, too. Fan. Um... And that's about all we have in common with them. Um, I do want to uh, – maybe we won't even talk about football today. I don't even know. Um, yeah, it's a, we're, having, we're having a good conversation. It's not every day, it's, hey, it's not every day we win a championship. Um, so until uh, next season, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, but we can run through the games. It's fine. Um, I'm actually down for it. But one thing I want to talk about before we move on football yeah, sure. is there's a lot of talk from a certain fan base, from certain people – that we don't have 17. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there, there are a group of people out there. You may hear them. They're called Boston fans. They're called Celtics fans. They're called losers. No. Uh, they're, called some, they're called something special, if you have this opinion. Because they're saying that the five titles the Lakers um, had when the franchise was in Minneapolis don't count. And simply because the Celtics haven't moved, and now they're tied. So this because no one, no one was right. willing to buy that team, even though they were winning championships. That's why they didn't move. Well, no when you're a racist team, team and a racist town, why would you leave? I know you're right in. You're right where you're at. You got the Marky Mark. You, you got your Mark. You your you. logo is an old white dude, an Irish white guy. You're in an Irish white town. Like you're fucking perfect. <laughs> like you're solid there. But I, I agree with you, though, that that I told you when we talked, you know, we were pre seven it up before we started recording. Um, I talked straight up like we knew that was going to happen, first of all. And, and, and secondly, it was like, I'm not going to let you fuck anything up about me because I told you guys what I felt like earlier. Um, my first thought was, fuck you guys with you pointing more than us. That stops here because you're not going to convince me any fucking way that we don't get a 17. Hell when you were winning championships, when there was no TVs, <laughs> if you were winning championships, when motherfuckers had to find out in the newspaper the next day what really happened, nah, dog, that was a whole different era than the real, current, modern NBA that the fuck Lakers have been dominating. And if you want to say we only have 12, then that means you're eliminating, you know, a lot of stuff, like, you know what I mean, just... Oh, we were doing we were doing it in our personal chat with our friends earlier. What about Mike? Yeah, the Mike into the world. You know what I mean? Uh, where it's like, bro, he pretty much invented the fucking center position, dog. Like he pretty much made it seem like, oh, that's what a center should be doing on the fucking court, bossing fools up. You know what I mean? Just straight up being a big ass motherfucker down there, just letting fools know what it is. And um, it, it, it's silly, but look, we obviously even if you we, you didn't have to say what the fan base was. I told you guys earlier, we saw the numbers. It's 17, 17, and then six 
and six from the Warriors and and and, and the fucking Bulls. Bulls. So it's not like it's not like the Bulls and War- it's not like the Bulls and and Warriors benefit that we have twelve instead of fucking seventeen. If they had twelve, that's still doubling them up. So it's only one fan base that look. And let's be real. The only reason you do that is because, like I told you guys earlier, the math is the math. If you've been paying attention the last thirty years, before you get to nineteen, we're gonna be at twenty-eight. Like the numbers are way like no, for year one, we've had six, like you know what I mean in recent fucking times, like straight up, like since ninety or whatever the fuck you want to talk about. Like we've you, we've lost just, more than you know than teams have even got you know had, so. You know, okay. you know, we're, we're a spoiled fan base. We understand that. We get it. Um, you know, we're we're very. But we do have seventeen. To answer, yeah. we have seventeen. I mean, that's, rid- no that's ridiculous. I mean, in, in my personal opinion, you know, and if the, um, and there, you know, and the person who brought this up was fucking Bill Simmons, and the reason it's getting so much play now is because Simmons is massive. But it's like his question was. You know, if the Oklahoma City Thunder want to claim the Seattle title, do they? It's like, yes, they fucking moved from Seattle. It's the same franchise. They claim all the old, they claim every record. So all of Gary Payton's records, all of Sean Kemp's records, you know, all the Seattle records are part of the Thunder records. So. Yeah, but that's not even a good one. Good enough because it was a whole, it was even a different name of the team, though. They still were the Lakers. They didn't change the name. They were the Lakers. It's like, so what? We're not going to count the Dodgers shit? My fuck. You know what I mean? Because it was like, bro, that's the. So, what I'm saying is, if you want to compare what what you would realistically do, like, you know, as far as you want it somewhere else or whatever the fuck, like, they're really, that, that's, come on, that's about the dumbest shit that I, you know, you can say because you were over there. You mean to tell me if the Rams don't win it, there's no way in hell they're going to claim the one they won in, in fucking St. Louis? Of St. Louis? They were the Rams. That was the Rams that won it. You know what I'm saying? And look, you have friends that are Rams fans that were Rams fans when they were even in Seattle. I mean, in St. Louis. And the Rams fans now that they're in L.A. Why? Because they were fucking Rams fans, not where they were playing at fans. So what I mean is the Lakers are the Lakers. And guess what? That's even dope. That lets you know that if the Lakers, for whatever fucking crazy reason, would leave L.A., that means you know for a fact they're going to go win it wherever the fuck they go. Because where they were at before, they want to. So it's not, you know what I mean? Like, this team was just a winner wherever the fuck they're at. The Lakers means winning championships. It meant that in fucking Minneapolis, and it definitely fucking means that, means that in L.A. Um, so, yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> the, yeah, there's no way. Try to tell Dodger fans that you can't count nah, the nah, Brooklyn nah, championships. Nah, that's just the way it works, you know? Nah, like in any other business, if a business moves uh, – if they won business of the year from 2012, they don't fucking lose that. Like, well, we won, but we changed offices from Scottsdale to now Florida, so we gave up that title. Like, no. Like, and business companies do that on purpose. They buy defunct businesses that have been uh, they've been out of business. But the fact that the company started 140 years ago, if you buy that company, you can now say we're over 140 years old, even though. You Come just took on. over last yeah, exactly. week. Exactly. So I mean, like, like <laughs> yeah. they're just they're, they're sad Celtics fans getting upset about a franchise that's only won one championship since so, um, the, the mid eighties. The way I would address uh, Bill Simmons would be, since you were even born, and that motherfucker is yeah. a lot older than us. It's like, who is the better team? The Lakers. Fifty years old, exactly. In the last, last fifty years. In the last fifty years, 
is it better being a Celtics fan or a Laker fan? Uh, by far, being a Laker fan. You know what I mean? And and, and that's with the move, whatever the hell you want to look at it. Because he was born after the move. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, we're talking about your lifetime, homie, not somebody else. When you were born, homie, we were already over here kicking ass, dog. And what I say every time, that's why there's a chance. And no matter what sport you're talking about, it could be swimming, dog. If all of a sudden cities are involved, there's only one city that gets to beat LA chant. And, and that's in all sports because there's no fucking beat Boston chant. There's no beat Memphis. There's no beat New Jersey. Like, no one gives a fuck about beating any city besides beating LA. Because, that, look, Mike Kellerman had Mayor Garcetti on earlier. Yo, this city is a city of fucking champions, homie. That's just the facts. Facts are, you know, and the Lakers are the king of kings amongst us. Like we all said, like, people, Laker fan, the Dodger fan base in LA is hardcore. But whenever you get a Lakers team that's halfway decent, the city shuts the not fuck down close. for that it's team. Not, it's not even because close. Because the Lakers are king. Lakers are by Did far Did you see king the, the people by Staples last night? Oh, my God. Yeah, and, and honestly, yeah. it sucks because I would 100% be that Jack. For sure. Um, obviously, imagine. you have a kid and all this stuff. Life changes for sure. You know, maybe getting older obviously changes a lot of stuff, but it's like, I couldn't. I, all of us, I'm, maybe I'm an old man, but all I kept seeing was like, oh, none of y'all motherfuckers got masks on? <laughs> like, fuck it. I'm all cool. Go ahead. Like, go, <laughs> go ahead. I'm cool with meeting a thousand deep, a hundred thousand deep. But let's at least rock that, that would be nice since we're still considering a <laughs> pandemic. But you know, like this is just the way what the world is right now. Hey, go break shit. You can still write it with a mask on, homie. If anything, it's covering your face when you're, you know, breaking buildings and shit like whatever the fuck you're who doing. Who knows? Who knows? So, because uh, my citizen app, as soon as I woke up in the morning, was like, "Do you want to recap the seventy arrests that happened at Staples Center last night and all the thirty buildings that got destroyed?" Like, all right, that's Typical. a that's a little. That's a pa- that's a pandemic Lakers celebration because in the peak Shaq and Kobe era, bro, there oh, there there be destruction. Damn, oh my god, um, and you know it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, it's one of the dumbest things in sports where fools for like we wanted us to fuck I never, shit up. Never understood that myself. Um, but yeah, uh, congrats, gentlemen. We got ourselves a title, um, seventeen, 17. Uh, and. Let's take a break. Um, actually, what I'm going to do is re- this is going to be a Lakers standalone podcast, and then we're going to release um, a separate podcast with the NFL. So, um, great. yeah, you know, so um, I'm just going to say, fans, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Laker fans, we love you all. This is what's up. Um, this has been a long time coming. Hopefully, this is this exactly enjoy, enjoy it. it. Um, enjoy it with your families, enjoy it with your children, um, with your parents. Um, with, with COVID happening, we don't know how long we're you know around and 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 seriously and uh just to be real with it just enjoy this one because we you know we never know if the world's going to be um the way it is today in the future hopefully it's better but and i know that's not because we should be serious with that statement they just meant what i will say is the one thing we do know is whatever happens in the world the lakers are going to be winning championships eventually yeah exactly 100 we said it you went through Uh, the thing what, what, all we know is 2030, because we saw every decade how it just starts off. We know what's going to happen 2030 at the fucking minimum. Can I get my pre-order if, now? If, look, if, that's what I'm telling you, Brandon. If shit starts getting bad, and, and all of a sudden Malcolm is fucking six, seven. Like that joke that 
that uh, Max Kellerman always said. There's poor little kids that are four years old walking around the earth that haven't seen a Laker championship. You know, he did that shit to Mayor Garcetti today. He was like, there's kids that are 10 years, 10 hours old right now that don't know what it's like to win a, cha- a Laker championship. So you guys got to get that shit done again next fucking season because that's the city that you're fucking in and that's the shit. So, uh, bro, expected. win it, win it, win it. Um, over and over, it can't be said more is not did we get to win one, not like this is a different fan base. I know I'm making this way longer than we wanted to already, but the whole, let's say Toronto, right? Toronto doesn't, they want it the best way they know it could happen. The thing is, we're so spoiled as Laker fans. Is There's different ways not only to win a championship, there's different ways to get to, there, there's different ways to get back to backs. There's different ways to get three peats. There's just so many different ways that, that we know as just experience as watching our team winning it, that we shouldn't be shocked that the Lakers were the team that figured out how to win it in the bubble. Like, we're going to figure it out, whatever the fuck the league does, you want to add a three-point line, want to remove one, want to add an extra free throw line, whatever you want to do, Doc, the Lakers are going to figure it out, and we're going to kick ass. And, um, yo, if only the if only the people in charge were the Lakers, this pandemic would have no chance because we're going to be getting dubs all day long because that's just what the Lakers do. I'm right. Oh, uh, man, I think it's a perfect place to leave it. Uh, congratulations, gentlemen. Congratulations, Lakers. Um, and hang around and stay tight for the NFL.